Today's episode is brought to you by Spill It. Spill It is true stories told in front of a live audience. Stay tuned for more info on Spill It. The OAMnetwork.com. Power to the podcast. So me and my dad do a podcast. <clears throat> I mean, my dad and I. Better. Hey, everybody, this is the Dad and I podcast, the podcast that asks the eternal question, can a dad be cool? No. And even asking that question. It's stupid. How's everybody doing out there? Paul, how's it going? Piece of hair in my mouth. Yes. It's not good. My favorite time of year. November? Yes. Why? Well, daylight savings time. Oh, yeah. Because and why is it my favorite okay, time of so the year? we wake up in the morning. Yes. And we're rushing to get to school. Yep. And we see school starts at 8. For everyone who doesn't know, school starts at we 8. We see the clock. It's 8.20 already. Oh, my I'm gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. We're 20 minutes late. We're 20 minutes late to school. And we haven't even left the house yet. <laughs> oh, wait. It's just daylight savings time. We haven't oh, set the clocks back. Yeah. So, for like two or three weeks, I keep the clocks at the old time. And it's kind of like a joke I play on myself every day. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> got me again, so Campbell. Crazy. <laughs> Ah, oh, good times. Good times. Like people, some people hate daylight savings time and they get all bugged out about it. But mm. for me, it's two weeks of just hilarity. Thrills. Yes. Pranking myself every day. And then my Ford, I don't, I don't, I don't change it all year round. I don't think I leave it at the same. Yeah, you do. Leave it at the same. Time. You know what they say? A broken clock is right twice a day. That's right. <laughs> That's a good mentality to have, I guess. Especially if it's an hour ahead. Wait, it is? Not if, it's just, not if it's just, like, not set. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Gil understands it's that. It's not moving hey, yet. Hey, uh, not to make fun of Gil, but, you know, I don't think he really also, understands that. Also, it's a same. digital clock. That doesn't make sense either. If it's right once a day, if it's just stopped. I think it, it, the idea is the that broken it just stops. stops. Okay, so, yeah. like, a broken, like, clock with three hands on it. The yes. second hands. The second hands, the third hand. Yes. It's like, if it stops at 12 o'clock, uh-huh. then it's right at midnight and noon. Right. But if it's a digital and it stops at like 12 a.m., it's only right at midnight. Wow. That's and true. If, it's, if, if you just don't set your time right, it's never right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys are you Dang. Guys wrong. Church. Paul yeah. is preaching up in here. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gil, don't ever use that expression again. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, Paul, we were in Nashville. Nashville this weekend. What were some of the highlights? Um... Uh, there's nothing good that happened. Oh, what do you mean? There's nothing. We went good to a there. record store. Yeah, went to Grimey's, the best record store ever. Yeah, they, like remodeled. They went to a new location. Everything. It looks super cool in there. Yeah, I bought Endless by Frank Ocean, which mm-hmm. is only available in vinyl and music video form. Nice. And I bought uh, oh, a Mac DeMarco album. Right. And it was really cool. And then I made you a deal. I said, if you let me buy you a Dwayne Allman album, I'll pay for all your records. You never said that, but that's what happened. <laughs> so thanks. Well, so I ended up paying $60 for a $12 Dwayne Allman album, basically. Yeah, that was weird. Is that how it all worked out? I just paid for your other two albums. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but Nashville was, so other than that, nothing good happened. Um, yeah. We were just a quick, quick Nashville trip this weekend. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get into it. What's poppin' pee? I stepped in dog poop in my Cortez. <laughs> Is that your first thing on what? what's poppin'? 
No, that's just like something that happened in Nashville. <laughs> it made it not good. Yeah, Nashville. Work out your dog poop problem. All right, if you want us to come back. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's poppin' pee? Uh, there you go. <laughs> All right. What's number one? Three uh, things that are so, hot in the streets right now. Paul, does anyone know what complex is? You know what complex is? Complex? No. It's like a, I do. I know what it is. It's, it's an it's online cool. entity. Yep. And it just talks about like everything pop culture, whether that be sports, music, movies. Like it's kind of like e news for people who aren't sixty years old. Right. I think that's good. Now I think that's good. That's yeah, good. Okay, that's yeah. real good. Complex dot com. So there's. It's complex.com and there's like on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and stuff like that. Right. And they make their own stuff too. They're just like a news thing. Uh huh. And then so they do this thing every year called ComplexCon and they have like a bunch of celebrities show up, a bunch of designers show up and they do, they have like booths from like designers and famous people. Okay. And they just kind of hang out. Is that going on this weekend? Right right now. Right now. I think it's all week. All week. I think so. In New York or? I think it's in LA. LA. Okay. So, what are some of the highlights do you think that will come out of Complex Con? Well, it's just a bunch of like celebrities. Yes, and they so, just sit there. Okay, you so just it's hang for, out with celebrities. So it's for like a fa- in in theory, like a fan fest. You would go there and yeah, it's like um, it's like a VidCon is you know VidCon is or like Comic Con or something. It's kind of like Comic Con, but VidCon, I guess yeah. But you know, Comic Con, you can like go see your your the comic book authors talk. Right, it's like that. So there's panels. Yeah, and there's like I think there's concerts going on too. Okay. I think VidCon's a much more relevant example in this day and age. Which con would you want to be at the most? Complex con. Yeah. Video con was cool to me like two years ago. Yeah. But I realize now it's just like a bunch of crazy kids. Is it YouTube stars? Yeah, it's like all internet stars. Uh And they all have really crazy fan bases. Yeah. Who are all like twelve years old and want to kill everybody. Okay. That's dark. Well, like last year when Logan Paul went, he started like a riot just by being there. Oh, God. Yeah. Are we done with him? Have uh, we moved on? Yeah, I think everyone's done. Yeah, isn't that guy the worst or something? He still has like 10 million subscribers. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so Complex Con. Mm-hmm. All right, what's number two? Um, So I think Fantano has been getting a little extreme with his reviews lately. Who? Anthony Fantano. Who is Anthony Fantano? So he runs a YouTube channel called The Needle Drop. And he's probably like one of the most famous music critics right now. Mm-hmm. And he like he just does music reviews on albums. Is he just his own thing on YouTube? He doesn't. He's not affiliated with a place like Complex or nope. any of that. Up rocks. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> really like up rocks. <laughs> but so he's been getting like pretty extreme with his reviews because mm-hmm. he he has like thirty. He does a series called Not Good, which mm-hmm. is just I'm not even. It's his ratings are one to ten. Right. And this is, I'm not even going to give it a one. Not it's good. It's not even, I'm not even going to dignify it with like a real review. So what are some of the ones that are not good um, that, you, that you can remember? Miley Cyrus and her dead pets. Was not good. Not good. Uh-huh. Uh, Nav's Reckless. Uh, I think Speed and Bullet to Heaven was not good, which oh. is Kid Cudi, one of Kid Cudi's albums. Uh-huh. Or, because every, every album since uh, Man on the Moon, the first one from Kid Cudi, he's given like a a zero, a one, a two, or not good. Wow. Except for Kids See Ghost, which segues into the next thing. Wait, no, but no, it's no, also, who's the other band that, that is, has okay. got, okay. So <laughs> he Sorry. also does tens. Edit that out, Gil. That was me just all over Paul's, just stepping all over Paul's yeah. segment. Sorry. He's, he also does tens. Don't edit that out because that's good stuff. He's only done, he's good only, content. 
He's only given five <laughs> tens ever. Yes. He's been doing this since 2009. Right. And so... Five perfect scores. Yeah. Since 2009. Mm. Okay. And so, he's given two this year. Oh. Two what? Uh, Kids See Ghosts, which is the Kid Cudi and Kanye thing. Okay. And this new album that came out, like, I think it was last week, it's called You Won't Get What You Want by Daughters. I'd never heard it before. Mm-hmm. Daughters is really good. I listened to it. It's pretty bad. Oh, you don't like it? No, it's it's sad. Peop- it's sad music. I like sad music. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of daughter. Daughters is that weird kind that of Pearl Jam song. No, uh, they're like kind of a a harder band, right? Yeah, sort of. They're daughters or daughter. Daughters. Okay. They're kind of so, heavier, right? Yeah. The, the first song was like spoken word. It was really weird. Mm. But he gave it a perfect, yeah. perfect 10. And you really admire his reviews. Yeah, I like him a lot because, like, I always, I go into his album, like, his reviews, like, thinking, eh, it's not that bad. Yeah. But, like, he's always he's like, oh, yeah, it's it's that bad. So, he can actually sway your opinion yeah. on something. It's just pretty from his reviews. annoying. And you, yeah. you pointed one band that I like, got a not, not good. Yeah, Greta Van Fleet recently got not, not good. The not good. The not good. Yeah, I, I heard it, about that one. But he said it wasn't like anything to do with actual music. Yeah. It's a contextual not good. Like what? what do you mean? Because they're spitting in the... They, he, this is his words. Mm-hmm. They're spitting in the face of artistic evolution <laughs> by just completely copying Led Zeppelin sound. Right. And what was the example you said he used about things that are can be like homages but not necessarily well, he said he said like um uh he said like an ariel pink analogy but mm-hmm. i forgot what he said for him but he said like i'm never gonna listen to an earl sweatshirt song and think it's an mf doom song even uh-huh. though that he's very influenced by him yes so but he says like some of the deep cuts off like he said that if you if you if he never heard of Greta Van fleet before you could play him some of that and you he would think that it was like a a b-side that had never been released from led zeppelin by led zeppelin yeah right Yep. But there's some people that argue that if Led Zeppelin is the greatest band that ever played, you know, then why not? Well, it's just, like, it's just like a cover band without the covers. Right. It's like so. going to see like Dread Zeppelin or something yeah. like that. Is that a thing? Dread Zeppelin? <laughs> there, there is some weird like, like a reggae Zeppelins. version of Led Zeppelin. There is a, I don't know. I know that there's, there are some Zeppelin tribute bands. There has to be a Dread Zeppelin, which is a reggae Led Zeppelin band, right? Okay, yeah. What's your you favorite? Yeah. Have you ever? He, when he said, he said, I would never listen to an Ariel Pink song. I think it's an R. Stevie Moore song. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, so tribute bands. Have you ever gone to see any tribute band, Gil? Um, I'm sure I have. I just nothing's coming to mind. I used to go. There was a band called the Dead Set in Nashville. It was like a Grateful Dead cover band. If we want to turn this into what's Nona watching, she and Poppy went. Oh wait, hold on. What's Nona watching? Hold on, let's look, Gil. So when I we would go to the dead set, I went to. All right, so her. What's Nona watching? Uh, Poppy made her go to Beatlemania. Beatlemania. <laughs> yeah. And she hated it because it was like the fourth time they've been. <laughs> so Beatlemania. And she wanted to go see a country guy. Uh huh. And she did. It. He was like, "No, we're going to see Beatlemania." I gotta go see Beatlemania. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's, she was, she, so who? Oh, you know what? Like I, I saw. Weeks. I saw rain. I saw Peter, rain. Yeah, at, I saw rain. Yeah, at and that was. Orpheum. Yeah, yeah, and that was all right. I guess it's it cool. was a weird thing. I went with my roommate at the time, 
like it was before I got married or anything. We were just watching WKNO for some reason. They're like, we're giving away tickets to rain. So we just called and got tickets. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. It was interesting. Sick. We went probably the same show. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Me and Gil, same areas. Uh, all right. So what was the name of that reviewer again? What's his name? Anthony Fantano. Anthony his, Fantano. His YouTube channel is called The Needle Drop. The Needle Drop. All right. What's your third thing? Hey, man. Uh, so, uh, you told me this. Oh, hey. But there, there's a... What's e- popping brought to you by Josh Campbell. There is an SNL promo. Mm-hmm. And I kind of forgot what you said, so you, I think you need to kind of explain it. I think that um, in the SNL promos for this week, um, starring Jonah Chill... Yeah, you stole that from I me. Stole, <laughs> but it was pretty good. I, there's still, you know, you know, that was right before we started, actually, too. That was an off mic right Guys, as the Guys, there's a lot started. more funny in context. Yes, yes. But that's what they say is that, you know. So they shot a. Good artist borrow, genius a, steal. Not great um, feet. So they were doing a promo and Boom. they had, what was the girl who was the musical Maggie star? Maggie Rogers. Maggie Rogers was on there with Pete Davidson and Pete Davidson asked her to marry him and, mm-hmm. and she said no. And Pete Davidson said, oh, 0 for 2 or something like that. So he was joking. kind of funny. He was it's joking really about his breakup with... Ariana Grande. Yes. yes. And then she tweeted out. And the fact that I know this is really embarrassing. <laughs> wow, yeah. you are TMZ. <laughs> and then she tweeted out, for someone who doesn't want to be relevant, you sure want to... You sure want to cling to relevancy or something like that. I only saw the other SNL product. I, I never saw the that one. Right. It is a different one. I've never seen that one. That's so we were point. asking, does, would Pete Davidson start joking about this? And already he has. Now that we didn't see Saturday Night Live last night, we record this on Sunday, but I don't know if, if anything came out of that on the show itself. I mean, I think if there's anyone who would joke about it, it's Pete Davidson. I right. think that he thinks that he has to. Yes. Like, it could make him... You know, for his career, he probably feels like he has to. Yep, probably. I mean, he is a comedian. True, but also every like, I mean, ed, uh, yeah, everything has to be funny. So, well, everything's got you know. There's plenty of people who say that everything's material. I mean, everything. Michael, Chase everything stories, can be. It's really weird. Everything could be a good five minute set. Yeah, you know, and so. All right, that's it. So we got Anthony Fantano. 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 We got the continuing saga of Piggy Smalls. And and what was the first one? Continuing saga of Piggy Smalls. <laughs> what are you saying? Piggy Smalls. Oh, callback. Right. Call, okay. Callback from last yeah. episode. Our, our dedicated listeners will understand. I kind of thought I really when hope that pig finds a home. <laughs> yeah, I was really thinking that when you said that about Pete Davidson, he was going to say, oh, over oh, two, and then he's going to pick up a little pig and walk off or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Should that would have been awesome. Oh, that means so it's with Ariana Grande. Yes. Man. Piggy Smalls. I mean, while he's at work, there's probably some sort of a custody battle going on, if probably. I guess. Probably. Network.com. All original podcasts released weekly in Memphis, Tennessee. Spill It is Memphis's premier storytelling event. Monthly events are held in and around Crosstown and all over Memphis. You can come, hear other people's stories, tell your own. The Spill It podcast is also available on the OM Network. Go to OM Network and subscribe to Spill It. You can find Spill It at spillitmemphis.org. 
as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Our final Grand Slam will be on November 17th at America Photo Studios. All right, so what are we going to do next? Dad was working late Saturday night. So we're not going to let Paul, we're not, we're taking a break from the gifted segment for a couple weeks, so we're getting ready for our Christmas one. Christmas shopping extravaganza. Paul's going to give us a bunch of different things that we can do, so we're going to skip That Boy is Gifted this week, and we're going to go right into, that was cool, right? How do you do, fellow kids? What? All right, so Paul, we've been, Paul has decided, he came to me, sat down, had a very serious conversation, and he said, I really, really want to get into movies. That's not what happened. <laughs> and I said, okay, so we will start watching more movies. That's um, not what happened either. What are you talking about? Well, I remember we were watching a movie, I think we watched Shawshank. Yes. And then I was like, hey, I want to start getting into movies. Which we didn't sit down. You were walking away from me. Yeah. And I walked past you. <laughs> it's even don't walk away from me. I, I want to watch more movies. Yeah. Like, hey, I want to start getting movies. Like, yeah. No, so you, you don't want to do that. You're, you were chasing me down. Uh, I was not paying attention to you. And you, a cry of help. Yeah. You want, more I want to get into movies, dad. I want to get into movies. Nice. Why can't you play football like your brother? Yeah. <laughs> That's your life, not mine. That's not what I want to do, Dad. (laughs) That's not my life. (laughs) Varsity Blues. Yes. (laughs) So, all right, but you did say you wanted to get into some movies. So, I've started picking out, selecting some criteria collections of Shawshank Redemption, Goodfellas, Dude, Where's My Car, like all that stuff. (laughs) And, but the one that you... (laughs) (laughs) The one that we have that you want to talk about today is goodwill hunting yeah so goodwill hunting that was cool right it was pretty cool yeah it was really sad mm. spoiler alerts on this one gil yeah and it got happy at the end but right. it was very like an unfulfilling happy oh because you didn't get to like he didn't he didn't never said i love you oh it kind of hurt you're a big softy when it comes to that huh he had a weird haircut too it was very 90s haircut. I, yeah. I, I rocked that haircut hard back in the day. Oof. The shaved on the sides with a little mop top. Yeah. It's really weird. It was a look. It was a look. So who did you, what was like some of your favorite scenes in the movie? Because um, you've watched the, it multiple times now. Well, I've, I've watched it like one and uh, three quarters times. Okay. Uh, the, the one in the, the Harvard bar. Uh-huh. That's, that's classic. How you like them apples? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like kind of scene after, but continuing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the one where he beats up some guys just because he used to bully him in like preschool. Yeah. Hey, we went to kindergarten together. Yeah. And then sort of speed him up. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about his crew? His little Boston buddies that he runs fun. with Ben Affleck and uh, Casey Affleck. And what's the other guy's name? Wing uh, Cole Hauser. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, uh, because Cole Hauser and Ben Affleck were in Days of Future. Yeah, yeah. So they were kind of. Casey Affleck's kind of like a weirdo. Yeah. But yeah. that was cool. That's cool. So you like that? And Robin Williams, you liked him in that? I'm not a big Robin Williams guy. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I, just, I don't. I, just, I guess I just don't get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't get Robin Williams. But in that movie, you're not really having to get yeah. him. I mean, he's, he's, just, that's, he's he, a good character. Yeah. You have serious Robin Williams and you have funny goofy yeah like patch adams and then death to smoochie yes mork and mindy is like 
crazy, wacky, but this is not. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. It's good. All right. Good. And then what it's about good. the girl, Minnie Driver? It's good. It's good. She's good? Yeah. You like that? It's good. Yeah. It's good. All right. So should, you would you recommend- You should have just said it. <laughs> so you want to talk about it? No. At one point, she says to Will that she loves him. And then he has the opportunity to say it back, which is the which is the harder one, when he storms out of her room and doesn't say it, or when they're on the phone and she says it to him and he goes, "All right, I'll talk to you later." And a, hangs up. It's they're both tough. Yeah. And you're just like, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. Who knew you were so too romantic, Paul? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I guess the one in her in her dorm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sad. So I think that's interesting as well. They're both like freaking out. Yes, yelling and screaming. It's very intense. It's very intense. Very intense. I think that that movie is a Miramax movie. Like even when we started watching it, you saw Harvey Weinstein's name pop up and you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that we're watching a movie with this guy. And um, But I think that was also kind of an arty movie. It was done by Gus Van Sant. And so he he was known more as an art house kind of filmmaker and there's some aspects of that movie that I think are very arty. Like there's a lot of scenes. Artsy? Artsy, yes. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes of him like gazing out the window and um, sitting on that sitting bench. On, sitting on the benches yeah. and all that. We walked by a bench yesterday and he said, hey, you want to sit down on this bench and talk like in Goodwill Hunting? Yeah. <laughs> so you're and thinking a lot of- poop. And then you stepped in dog poop. Ruined the moment. Should have sat down on that bench. All right. So, Goodwill Hunting. It gets the thumbs up. That was pretty good. All right. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool, right? Yeah. Oh, All right. It's pretty cool, right? Okay. Pretty cool. Next. Pretty cool. We are going to go and... What are we doing next? Uh, you so, made the list. Okay. Do it. Uh, see? That drop is kind of... Jeez, Paul... <laughs> What did I say about respecting our audience? It'll be fine. Okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. So, this list I came up with, well, I was on Ranker. Nice. And it says, best name, best band, na- band, best bands named after books and literary characters. So, number one, The Doors. Do you know I The Doors? I don't know like, what that would be named after, though. It's named after The Doors of Perception by Aldous Huxley. Did they say that? I don't know. Okay, so that could be anything. <laughs> well, I'm sure that that sounds like something that Jim Morrison would say. Yeah, yeah, they probably did research, right? Yeah. I hope, I mean, if you can't believe a ranker list, what can you believe? So, number two is Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Known for what? Born to be Wild or something? Is that what Steppenwolf? Born to be, yeah. I've heard of them. And that's Steppenwolf by Herman Hesse. Yeah, okay. Okay. Then Veruca Salt. That's from Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. did not know Factory. it first. Yes. She is, and they are a grunge power pop band. Steely Dan is named after something in Naked Lunch by William S. Burroughs. There's a lot of William S. Burroughs in here. Who is that? Who's William S. Burroughs? He's a, a writer. All right. What about Genesis? Do you know Genesis? From the Bible. Well, you know that from the Bible, yes. But do you know the band Genesis? Um, I've heard of them. Phil Collins was in it. That's and the, Peter Gabriel do, 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 was at one time. Do, 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 do. Yeah, but I guy? think in there the night is Phil Collins. That's a, just Phil Collins. Yes, oh, that's not just the, oh, Genesis okay. is. 
<laughs> then you got the Velvet Underground. That's Andy Warhol's band. Was named after the Velvet Underground by Mike Lee. Have you ever listened to any Velvet Underground? No. No. Any Lou Reed? I think I have. Yeah. But like you know, that's a little too artsy for me. <laughs> well, it's they're known. Artists. They are known as noise rock, art rock. All right. I'll, I'll get a little artsy. My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Okay. All right. They're named after Ecstasy, Three Tales of Chemical Romance by a guy named Irvin Welsh. Uh, the Boo Radleys. From To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, I'm trying to look at ones that you might know. Let's see. Ice Nine Kills. I've heard them before. They are pop punk emo band. They're not good. And they're named after the Ice Nine from Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut. Huh. Silver Chair. I like Slaughterhouse Five. Which is synth pop grunge. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And that sounds good. <laughs> and Silver Chair, what do you think they're named after? It's Narnia. Yeah, the yeah. Silver Chair and C.S. Lewis. How does that series Billy go? Pilgrim is folk music. From Slaughterhouse Five. Slaughterhouse Five. How does it? Good Charlotte, which I'm sure that Gil is... So excited that someone's mentioned Good Charlotte. Finally. <laughs> they're a pop punk rock music. And they're Good Charlotte, the girls, good day, the girls of Good Day Orphanage is a book, I guess. Jeez. Coldplay. Bum, bum, bum. Have you guys seen the Minecraft parody of Viva La Vida? I have not, no. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. So some of these. What is it from? Artful Dodger. Uh, is that a book? That is UK Garage Contemporary R&B, and that's after Oliver Twist. I have no problem with UK Garage. Yeah, you like that. Yeah. Catch-22. From Catch-22. Which is a ska punk third wave ska band. (laughs) (laughs) That's by Catch-22. Exodus is a thrash metal groove metal band, and they are from the Bible. From the Bible, right? Uh, Bell and Sebastian is Jangle Pop Indie Pop. Written by Jesus. And then Bell S. Sebastian. of Nazareth. Oh, Gatsby's American Dream is a band that I used to listen to. Yeah. Did you understand that was from Great Gatsby? Yeah, I did. They are pop punk rock music, progressive rock. All right. So I think that's all. You got uh, Devil Wears Prada is a Christian hardcore metalcore band. (laughs) (laughs) The only only bands I listen to are Exodus Genesis. Yeah. yeah, and then Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys in Leviticus can get bent. All right, so... And Malachi sucks. <laughs> Jonas sees color. Jonas Salk. Jonas, uh, Jonas the Salk. Giver. Oh. Spoiler alert. That book sucks. Oh, my... Paul. It does. You are out of your mind. It's so overrated. You out your mind. Everyone all right. in middle school is like, oh, that book's so great. It's the best book we read all year. It's not. Oh, Okay. Ooh, that's right. not. Is that a hot take? That is hot take. It's that is hot. Gatsby's American Dream, pop punk rock music, and then Der Plan, electronic music, New Deutsche Welle, whatever <laughs> that means. So I guess that would be like New German Wave. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so as we read this list this week, well, first off, a little backstory. Our number two fan and biggest critic, uh, number one fan, Sean Mosley, shout, oh, well, shout out, shout out, Sean, shout out. Hey, Sean, <laughs> uh, uh, you're, uh, did you wear Iron Man? Did you watch Iron Man shirts in the mail? You're good at soon, Sean. Hey, Sean. Uh, our number two fan, obviously, is mom. Well, Uncle and Billy. He's the number one Uncle critic. Billy, yeah, Uncle Billy is probably our biggest publicist, right? yeah. number three fan. And for ranking fans, it goes number one, 
Sean, number two, mom, number three, uncle Billy. And then like number 56 is uncle Philip or something like that. 56. Yeah. And then who is, we know the number four fan is Bill Simmons. We know you out there, Bill. We know you're listening. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. So our number two (laughs) fan, because it's it's initials, (laughs) our number two fan, (laughs) mom pointed out to us that and it she, just happened right there too so please continue <laughs> <laughs> it is happening as you're explaining yes it. number two fan her only criticism of the show is they do not she does not like it when we make fun of gill <laughs> gill is our hard-working producer that is very sweet the show you. could not be possible without him and so what we're going to do is to make it up to him because we're always making fun of him especially about his taste in music and all things millennial and all that we are going to have a is segment. I mean, sort of. I oh, think yeah. he is smack dab in the millennial. Yeah. And I think that's the good thing about having Gil on the show is that shows that me as a Gen Xer and you, whatever your generation is, Paul, we just all we hate millennials. To define ourselves. Yeah. So um, they're not bad. <laughs> no, just, you're right. Millennials are crying. Um, so we're going to have a new segment called "For What It's Worth." We're not worthy. Good timing on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, for Gil's segment, the drop comes right. No, don't do it. Don't, don't stop. Stop making fun of Gil. I'm not. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm, All right. Hey, good job. Jesus. They can't even tell if that's real. <laughs> so, what we're going to do is we were reading this list and we were looking at pop punks, rock, Nue Deutsche Welle adult album alternative and we were looking at and we had no idea what these genres were and so as our resident genre expert we went to Gil and we had said explain what some of these are so Gil what are some of these genres that we're seeing in this list uh let me find one that could I mean it could be Romani music or gypsy punk uh, or is, what is uh, there's a band called Gorgo Bordella that is gypsy punk yes. here let me here I'll show you them <laughs> but uh, yeah and the one that you mentioned earlier the Christian metal yeah. that was like really really big like early 2000s there was this uh, there was a record label called Solid State which was like a Christian like metal hardcore uh, um, record label and they mm. produced a ton of like just really heavy Christian bands. That feels like that would be something that someone in Iowa would be into. Like that just feels like a Midwestern um, thing. They're actually from Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Yeah. That's where they're, that's where that band is from. Yeah. Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. 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 But I bet you there's somebody in like Devil Wears Prada's most hardcore fan and probably lives in like Minneapolis or something like this. It just feels like a, <laughs> a, very Midwestern thing. a Christian Death metal or whatever just seems like a very Midwestern thing. All right, what's it? What's I know, it, it was a lot in the South too. Yeah, there's a lot of hardcore bands in the South, like Florida and oh yeah, Florida, like I Deep mean, South. It's probably a big Texas thing too. Yeah, true, true. Um, there All right, was one that was shoegaze that we talked about. Yeah, so shoegaze. Get, I'm trying to get Google Bordello to come up, but it was my uh, my computer's going slow. So you you said when I talked to you about this that you were in a shoegaze band. I was. And what in the world does that mean? No one knows. What that uh, means. I was in a band called American Gods, and it was a shoegaze band. But uh, I think the idea, I mean, and I bet there's a definition of it. But the idea of it is just really spacey, like reverbed out, 
music that you like, I guess, would just stare at your shoes? <laughs> I like reverb. Like, is it like a band, like, I guess, like, you uh, you can imagine, like, pavement, like, oh, yeah, yeah. like playing scene. and, like, staring at the ground while they're playing? Uh, maybe that's what it is. All right, so yeah. here is shoegazing is a subgenre of indie and alternative rock that merged oh, yeah. in the United Kingdom in the late 1980s. It is cate- categorized as its uh, ethereal-sounding mixture of obscure vocals distorted ethereal guitars <laughs> don't don't paul man don't. he he can say i didn't know i was gonna be reading he, today. He, you know he can say ethereal any way he wants this is his segment so go ahead sorry go. and effects the oh, feedback sh- sh- and overwhelming overwhelming volume the term shoegazing was coined by the british music press to ridicule the stage presence ah. of a wave of neo-psychedelic groups who stood still during live performances in a detached, introspective, non-confrontational uh, state of mind, staring at the shoes. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I so mean, would you say that's what your stage presence is like? Non-confrontational. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually that's super accurate. Um, What's wrong with being non-confrontational? You know, staring at the back of my amp or the front of my amp, not facing the crowd. Yeah. Um, man, hold on. This my computer's going really slow. So. Hmm. All right, so we got shoegazing, Christian metal. Give us one more. One more. Let me. Uh, I like a grunge is pretty. Well, well grunge. No, no, not like, very, that's too. That's too. That's too mainstream. Yeah, grunge is way too mainstream. Yeah, get out of here. Like, what is third third wave third wave ska? That's what I want to know about. What I don't know. Ska? Yeah. What, what is, is ska? ska? Oh man. Uh, but like a ska band is like it's um almost like a caribbean type reggae music but with like uh kind of a upbeat tempo with like it's like punk meets like reggae reggae meets so it's a lot of like up like like upstrokes and horn sections there's a band called real big fish that was yep a big band that did that would i know any bands the that Mighty Mighty Boston's. yeah i mean no do you remember uh have you ever played the first tony hawk no, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe uh, that's not a good reference. There's a song on there by a band called Goldfinger, uh, called. Oh, man. I wish I could get my Spotify to work. All right, I'm, I try not to comment on this the whole episode. There's people walking around the the atrium right now, and they're all wearing like dresses and getting pictures taken. There's something happening. There's, there's something going on. This there's like a bunch of crews of photographers going on right now. Yeah, and they're all wearing cool clothes. All right, so Gil. You've explained some genres to us. You've done a great job. Great job, bud. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now, we are going to our final segment. I I have to do it. We are in season. Paul gets to talk NBA. Yeah. All right. All right. Wow. <laughs> so this is Paul Talks Basketball. So hey guys. I'm going to do a little buy and sell oh. for you. I don't know what that means. So like, I'm going to give you a team and I want to, to say, do you buy what they're giving you? Or, or like think of, the, think of the team as a stock and you are going to decide so whether. Like, hey, I like this team or hey, this team is going to be good. All right. This team is one that I think is going to be good. Okay, so you're saying that, like, I should, do I based think on good? based on what their record is right now, or do are we looking at a false table? 
are we looking at a uh, are we are these for real contenders or pretender uh, contenders or pretenders so let's look at some of the standings um the best record are you buying that the best record will belong in the east to toronto are you buying that or are you selling it um I'm selling it. Because who's going to have the best record? I mean, the Warriors probably. In the East. Oh, in the East? Yeah. Yeah, I bet, I bet the Raptors will end up with the best. They're 8-1 and one right now. They were the first last year, and they improved. Milwaukee is 7-1. and one. Yeah, Milwaukee's pretty good. Uh, Indiana is 7-3. and three. I'd say it goes Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee, and like Indiana. Yeah. All right. Are you buying or selling uh, the Rockets... Are a 500 team this year? I think 500, yeah. Oh, really? You're buying that? But I don't know if like they'll be as good as they were last year. Well, the first seed in the league last year, right? So if you're saying you're saying 500 is a possibility, yeah. If you had to bet on it today, you would bet on them being a 500 team. Yes, they are three and five right now. It's fine. All right. Are you buying or selling that Phoenix is the worst team in the league? The worst team in the league? No. They're one and seven. Okay. Cleveland is one and eight. Mm-hmm. Washington is one and seven. I think both Washington and Cleveland are worse than them. All right. So you're selling them as the yeah <laughs> the worst team in the league. All right. Are you buying the Denver Nuggets at eight and one? Are they legit? Um, they're like the third tier right now, right? Second they're seed. eight and one. Golden State's nine and one. San Antonio six and two. So the second seed. Yeah. I don't think they'll be the second seed. I think are well, you, they, they got good at defense somehow. Okay. And Jokic are you buying? Let, let's do this. Are you buying? Uh, Denver has home court advantage first round. Yes. Yes, they're going to be okay. So it'll be like top four at least. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I think our final one. I think you're going to have to. Are you buying the Grizzlies making the playoffs this year? Making the playoffs? Yeah. Let's let's give it some context. Okay. Last year, they yeah. were the first seed in the league for like two weeks. Right. So they they started out hot last year. They're, so why why wouldn't they just do the same thing this year? So you're selling that. Yeah. You're you're still sticking with the Grizzlies aren't making the playoffs this year. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. Yeah. Are you buying or selling? My, I already said the last one's the last one. Well, I, I've I've got some follow ups. Okay. That's what interviewers do, and that's why I'm a pro. You're not an interviewer. <laughs> so, the uh, buying or selling, Mark Gasol finishes this season with the Grizzlies. Buying. So, he's going to be here. I just don't know who we would trade. Well, actually, our GM's pretty stupid, so we might like There's been There have been talks. There have been, there talks. Have been talks. Yeah. Yes. That, all right, last one. Buying or selling, Mike Conley stays healthy all year long. Hasn't he already been injured, like for a game? He is, I don't think he's missed any. I'm not sure. Or is relatively healthy for the rest of the season. He is available to the team for long stretches. No more. No, how not out game, more many, than how a game. many games does he play? Does he, does Mike Conley play over seventy games? Buying or selling? Selling. Oh, really? He's injury prone and he's old. Okay. I'm sorry, Mike. I, I love you, buddy. Yeah. Steer. Does Mike Conley make the All Star team this year? I don't think so. I think if he was going to make it, it would have been two years ago. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of he he might deserve to, mm-hmm. but I don't think he will. All it's right, a sad reality. Anything else you want to comment on the NBA? 
Um, the Lakers kind of suck. Yeah, they do. And LeBron's like been consistently productive. Mm-hmm. They're four and five. Yeah. Did you see that comment that he made about Brandon Ingram? What did he say? He uh, he after the last game, he said, "My young's like has arrived or something like that." No. But he like scored eight points on three for ten oh, shooting. Yeah. So he yeah, Brandon Ingram arrived. Yeah, I remember. I was game. I was looking at uh, Slam's Instagram. They like. They saw him like they, they, it was that one dunk where he went around, Nurkic, yeah. Yeah, 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 and then it was like young young king has arrived. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he had eight points. <laughs> he had an eight point game. Also, it's like Lonzo everyone, Ball, everyone, the, everyone, the, everyone the Lakers, the Lakers kind of like consistently productive. The Except Lakers, Lonzo was not great last game. The Lakers giving up 119 points a game. The other teams giving up that many are New Orleans gives up 120. Uh, Washington gives up 123. Atlanta gives up 120. What are you talking about? Like how many points a game the Lakers are giving up? There's yeah. only four teams in the league giving up more points, and three of those teams really are like they're really bad teams. Yeah. So can you? They're scoring 120 points a game, so they're they're putting up points, but they can't play defense. Did you see uh, Oladipo's shot the other night? No. Like he would win the game. This is why we don't. It was do a NBA steal. Talk. He he stole <laughs> it, and then he dribbled up, and he took. Uh, he took a pull-up three and won the game. So, please subscribe to our other podcast. Uh, Paul and Gil describe... It's not a real podcast, describe guys. NBA it basketball usually, plays. It, Don't let them fool you. It's actually <laughs> usually me describing an Instagram video I saw. All right, guys. That's We're going to wrap it up no, with not. that. What's left? Um... Don't play my outro song. <laughs> It's coming, Paul. Right, it's done. We're, 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 we're done. Go ahead. Play a kill. All right, guys. We're going to catch you next time. Go on to uh, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find uh, our podcast. Spotify. Write a review. Give us a rating. All of that good stuff. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow the OM Network for all of your podcasts. And we will see you guys next time. The movie's at 420, right? Yeah. Tell them to, yeah. Tell them to hold on. Yeah. Like, hey, Jonah Hill, take your time. Yeah, chill. All right, you ready? Mm. Like, Jonah, chill. That was good. <laughs> that was very nice. That was really good. TheOAMNetwork.com Power to the podcast.